guys. Welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 86. Okay, in this episode, we're so excited because we are going to be talking body positivity and how you can feel and look your very best with the one and only Sarah Tripp. Say hi, Sarah. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be on. I know, we're so happy we finally got you in here. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Dang COVID, no. (laughs) We're so happy. We're the Mom Voice Podcast. We're kind of all about day-to-day life, the the ups and downs of motherhood and just being a woman. We're kind of crazy sometimes. (laughs) We we show our crazy a lot, but we just hope to always have a takeaway for our listeners and just to feel a little better about themselves. And I think definitely this episode's going to do that. So yes, a little bit about Sarah, Sarah Tripp. Um, She's a well-known blogger and influencer at the handle Sassy Red Lipstick. Her Insta bio says it all, curvy, confident, and body positive, and we just love that about her. We're going to talk lots about that today. She's married to her husband, Trip, a.k.a. Robbie. <laughs> uh, we love seeing um, all of Trip's stuff on, online, too, and recently had their first baby. He's about a year old, and his name is Taz. <laughs> He's darling. Thank you. So cute. <laughs> I know. It's so cute. So, yes, I think if you've listened to us for more than a minute, we are constantly talking about oh my gosh just the daily juggle of hormones and the struggle it is I feel like we're always fluctuating in weight with babies pregnancies all the things always dealing with our bodies and Lauren and I have talked about it so much on the podcast that we will try any diet out there we are like such a mess we 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 can be a mess we really can be so like we admire so much about you (laughs) (laughs) so we what I'm saying is we have loved following your account because you have such good messages on there about body positivity and I love the way that you style things you make things look so flattering (laughs) and I just I just love it all oh my gosh and I have to bring up the recent post that you did in your black lingerie number (laughs) I I loved it so much And I just have to say, like, your confidence, like, I want that so much, Sarah. I'm like, I you don't can even have wear- it. You can I know. have it. I, I'm like, I need to do that for my husband sometime. <laughs> I know. Why I know. am I not? No, we loved it. I mean, what is a day like that when you, I mean, when you decide to do a post like that or the real, let's talk about yeah. that real with <laughs> trip too. Yes. You, I, you guys, I just love it. The boldness, all of it. You guys look amazing. What's that like for you though? Are you kind of, I mean, how does that go? Well, it just feels normal now. Yeah. But it, it wasn't always, yeah. you know, yeah. I, so I started blogging in 2013 is when I started Sassier Lipstick, but I started my first blog in 2010. So I've kind no. of been on for yes. a long time now. Um, but an OG, an OG, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I really didn't start talking about body positivity until like 2015, 2016. So yeah. more of a relatively new topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely were talking. I say we because Robbie and I started my blog together, for those of you who don't know. But, yes, um, I read that. I love that. Yeah, I started first talking about that topic specifically because I just realized like I love fashion fashion's great we all love fashion but I just needed more substance you know and and putting myself out there and sharing this whole self-love journey that has its ups and downs and it has its weight fluctuations and everything that is something that mm, I would say all women go through all women (laughs) absolutely and so to finally share that journey and you know to be relatable and um I didn't mean for it to be inspiring but that's in turn kind of how it came to be of Oh, yeah. you know, but I have my days too. And so I do think, you though. Oh, yeah. Do oh, you? yeah. Okay. For sure. Especially as a new mom. Yeah. You know, you're, my body changed so much. And mm. I, I actually really loved pregnancy. I had a really great pregnancy. And I think I was I was very hesitant before being pregnant because Robbie and I would always joke 
that I just felt like I was going to be a whale. Oh, <laughs> no. no. But, but, I, but no, that's fair. I, I, I mean, I felt that way too. Oh I, my and gosh, you know what? Yeah. I've had a lot of curvy girls message me and be like, I'm so scared to get pregnant of gaining weight. And it go in all the wrong places because, you know, there's like cute pregnant girls yeah. and then oh. there's not oh, necessarily yes. I don't, cute oh, pregnant I girls. never felt cute. I mean, I have to be honest. Yeah. I because never you're just, did. you're, it's so unexpected, yeah. especially with the first that yeah. you don't know where everything's going to go mm-hmm. and how you're going to feel after. And, and it's terrifying it knowing is. if it's going to come off. Totally. It's terrifying. Totally. Especially I like, mean, yeah, I've had a lot of curvy girls message me specifically and say, you know, my doctor is really worried about weight gain and, and things like that. And, um, it's hard to give advice for that because I'm not a doctor and I can tell you my experience, but just to talk about all these things and be open about them, it was really scary at first. But then once I realized everyone goes through these things and they need to be talked about and not be taboo and you know, not solely be talking about what diet we're going through, but also, you know, the good things and how we're learning to love ourselves and to accept our bodies as they are. I just realized like how much that was needed. And this was really before like the body positive trend took off yeah. and brands and everything yeah that's so, what I was gonna say is you were kind of yeah. ahead of I don't want to call it a trend because yeah. I really do hope it sticks and like me too I'm changes. okay with it being a trend as long yeah. as it's yeah like more I, important than that yeah <laughs> we were gonna talk about that is how we feel we've said like we're so not screwed up but like you kind of have been programmed to some degree by what we were raised around totally. and like the tv shows and, and everything just the culture the culture of, like when we were younger like I mean yeah. it was just all the skinny girls were on tv oh, all the skinny girls totally. are in the movies and the bathing suits and the bikinis I always say like body representation is so key now oh my gosh you guys this just came to me my my sister-in-law Marco pulled me and showed me a new Barbie my daughter doesn't play with Barbies Mm -hmm. and she showed me the Barbie and the Barbie is so much curvier than she used to I have like the two like designated curvy Barbies. I did that because yeah. my daughter's like beyond that now. Yeah. And so she showed me like took the dress that she has like a thigh. She has like some thighs. Oh. Her arms are a little bigger. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my gosh. Cause I mean, Barbie, let's be real. That oh. was like extreme. Yeah. Right. Unrealistic. Like the proportions right. were um, totally off. Yeah. But totally. this Barbie, I mean, I was shocked. Yeah. I loved it. I well, mean, totally I saw one recently. Average woman. Like in a wheelchair. Yeah. I think they're making like they've all really, kinds now. I feel like yeah. they've really gone above and beyond to yeah. be more inclusive. Well, they should. I mean, totally. absolutely. That's great. Absolutely. Because, 2020. <laughs> yeah, yes. Totally. I, this is the year of change. And I we were going <laughs> to totally. talk about that later too. But like the culture as a whole is like figuring this stuff out and how just we need to love everyone and accept everyone. Yeah. And so we're right there. I love um, that. Okay, Sarah, how did you come up with the name Sassy Red Lipstick? Where does that come from? <laughs> okay, so everyone always asks me this. And so I mentioned that I had a blog before yes, right. I launched my fashion blog. And it just like documented college days. Yes. I actually had to Good start life. it because of like one of my freshman communication college classes. Oh, okay. And um, so it, like I went on a study abroad to Jerusalem. I lived in New York City and did an internship. Um, just And then just yes, fun things right. in college. So one of my blog posts... I named Sassy Red Lipstick and I was wearing red lipstick in the blog post and oh. it just always stuck. So yes. when I we were thinking of names for my actual fashion blog, I was like, this is it. Like everyone knew me as wearing red lipstick back then. And um, I still wear my red lip now, but yeah. I, I wear other colors now too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just kind of stuck. And now I have like a lot of people in my industry, like friends will just call me like sassy or whatever. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cute. Because you don't come off as like a super sassy. Well, Robbie says there's very few people 
people who know how sassy she can actually be. <laughs> <laughs> and That's he true. would be firsthand. He would be he one. Knows. My father would be one. My mom would be one. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Our <laughs> husbands would probably say the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which woman isn't behind closed doors? Yeah. <laughs> well, you do talk, like we just mentioned, a lot about like body confidence. And you kind of touched on this, but has it always been that way for you? Or like, how were you able? Yeah. What's your journey been like to kind of get where you are today? Feeling so confident that you can even like exude that and share that with others. Well, it's I like that you said journey because it, it has been a journey and there's been lots of ups and downs. When I was growing up, I feel like I tried everything. Like my mom was doing Weight Watchers, so I did Weight Watchers. And my mom went to Curves. Do you guys remember Curves? Oh, yeah. yes. I absolutely. went to Curves, like totally. in middle school. You know, and, and I remember in high school, I tried this diet. It was called the like HCG diet. And yeah. you really put like um, hunger depressant, like yes, I don't even know what right. they were, mm-hmm. something under your tongue. And I would yes. take those and like I tried everything. Right, right. And I think that also a lot comes from like the generation of our mothers who were trying every diet and you oh, had yeah. to be thin you weren't beautiful and so it's totally. definitely like a generational thing that you know we got to break the habit of for our daughters and oh, totally um anyways I went through lots of ups and downs with that and then in college I had lots of like weight yo-yoing and just like mm-hmm. out of control weight yo-yoing mm-hmm. and um I think that I I I always say that I get my dad's confidence <laughs> he, oh. he's always been like a bigger guy but he's just like so full of confidence and nothing like his weight never held him back he always did the fun things and yeah. and boating and you know what I mean like that kind of stuff and I don't know I, I feel like it comes from my dad and I'm so grateful for that and yeah. I've had like like I said I've had that journey and I've kind of had to figure out like okay I need to learn to love myself to be happy mm-hmm. and in college I like never got asked out ever <laughs> I know what ever. Well, same here ever I mean. <laughs> and I I attribute a lot of that. I yeah. mean, back then, which is like I wasn't like what the ideal like mm-hmm. Mormon boy was looking for mm-hmm. at BYU. That's yeah, where I went sure. to college. Yeah, sure, sure. So and that was hard. But I also realized like I'm not going to let that stop me from being happy and yeah. and doing what I love. And um, I think that it just takes you a long time to figure out those things. Like, yeah, absolutely. All that. And when I met Robbie, I met him right before my senior year of college. Um he liked me and I was like but you're like a skinny boy like what's going on here (laughs) I had never had that before I had never had someone like me for me who I I was like literally bigger than you are gorgeous well you're so sweet thank you but you know I and I get that a lot from girls now of like I like people will set me up with like all of the big guys and like, is that what I have? You know, is that who right. I'm supposed the, to be my with? My options, right. Yeah. Yes. And, and I'm just like, you find the guy who, no matter what he looks like, who adores you and loves you. Treats and you like a princess. Exactly. Yes. And I think that we have this weird, like, stereotype of who curvy girls should be with and who they deserve based on, like, their body type. And it is so oh. strange to me. But yeah. I, I went through that because... That's exactly what I thought when Robbie liked me. Yeah, yeah sure. interesting. Yeah. Well, and do you think, so talking about like your dad and stuff, yeah. do you feel like your parents like instilled that confidence in you or was it something you were just born with? Like I'm thinking as a parent, like yeah. what I can do to have my daughter to have really good self-confidence. And I've read things saying like, don't conditionalize things or conditionalize your love by saying like, oh, you're so pretty only when she's like made up or whatever to like try and compliment like her, herself and Mm -hmm. her character. Like, do you think it was actual parenting that your parents did or it was just a confidence you were born with? Do you know what I mean? It was like a little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's the only one, that's the one thing I could ask for my daughter. Because I, I, I feel like when they're confident, it's not only in, in how they feel about themselves, but in their choices totally. or the way they carry themselves or the way the jobs and the, the projects they want to tackle. Like that is like something I feel like every girl needs. And, and moving really away from on. like just looks, oh, you know, I've read just yes. there. Yeah. I obviously don't have a daughter yet, but like moving, to, I've read so many things about, you know, compliments that are not about how they yes. look, you oh, know, yeah. but 100%. I'm yeah. so much more than just like yes. a pretty face. Yeah. Or you're, you know, a shape or size or a number I know. on the scale. And I have to say, it can be hard because we were kind of raised in a certain way. It's kind of hard to break certain habits almost. Totally. Like when she does have her hair like all done, super pretty, your instinct is to comment on the pretty hair, right? Yeah. And right. so it has to be kind of a mindful parenting approach of like finding little moments totally. where it's just her being her yeah. and complimenting and en- those, right, encouraging yeah. those things or mm-hmm. her being kind or whatever. And so, yeah, I've always been fascinated by the confidence talk. And I do agree, talk, I do agree totally. some kids are just born more oh, confident totally. than others. Like yeah. I can look at my four and like recognize like who might be a little more self-doubting or insecure mm-hmm. than the others. And like, I just, yeah, it's something you just have to figure out how to instill and build up and I know. keep them going because- it's such a huge thing. It totally. is. Totally. Um, well, kind of back to Trip really fast. I mean, he clearly <laughs> adores you. I mean, and he, he just seems like such a funny, good time all the time. He is. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, like, are you just always in the exa- house? Is it exhausting? Be honest. So, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll be like going off on something and I'm like, I, this is so much energy for me. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Do you, now, do you two still work together? I know you we did do. the blog together. So is that still like your yeah. mutual project? Yeah, it is. So he, um, yeah, he's still like, he runs a lot of the business side of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he, and he does help with creative too, but. Oh, that's fun. always hard. Right, <laughs> no, yeah, right. Any of you out there work with your husbands, but mm-hmm. working from home with your husband on the same thing, it's hard sometimes. Oh, well, <laughs> well, COVID has given Sarah a taste of that. Yeah, I there mean, you go. husbands working from home, it is kind of a total different dynamic. Totally. You have to know how to juggle all that time well together. I, I joke with Lauren I'm like I'm spending more time with him than I ever have before because we didn't live together before we got married yeah. and so it's like COVID has like yeah we've had a lot of time <laughs> and not that I don't love and adore him but we've also fought more than we've ever fought totally. in our oh, whole marriage yeah. so it's, because it's just like you see it all and yeah, he's way up in your business and yeah. your space and I'm like if I want to Marco Polo to my friends right now, I want to Marco Polo to my friends. Yeah, leave me leave alone. Me alone. <laughs> I just need a second. You know what I mean? So mad props to you guys. I'm sure a lot of totally. women are going through that right now. <laughs> oh, totally. So how does he motivate you? Like kind of with all of these things? I mean, clearly he kind of has his um, own craft. He, it's so yeah. he, it's, what would you define? Singer, entertainer, rapper? Like what, what I mean, is he would say all, all of those things? <laughs> all of those things? Yeah, and he I started mean, music like a year, a year and a half ago now mm-hmm. wow. and he's loved it oh my god and it's been really good it's good um it's just been good to like do a new project yeah, you know sure. and yeah. especially this year with like we had a really slow year business-wise during covid because like the first thing everyone dropped was their marketing budget and yes um and that was okay that was really okay for us because it really gave us so much time to be with taz and yes we had a nanny um when he turned three months old till about covid and then she went home and I think that like the silver lining of it was we really got to be with him and spend every moment with him and see every milestone and everything. Um, But yeah, Robbie, it's been good for him to have like this project that's solely his and he doesn't like we don't need to work on it together. You know, he'll ask my opinion, of course, on things, but it's not like it 
I mean, it matters to him, but it doesn't really matter. Right, you know? right. Totally. <laughs> I, I mean, love that. How do you feel about his music videos? Are you like loving them? Are you like, go get it, babe? Are you like, this is kind of crazy? This is like, I'm in a music <laughs> I video. Feel like, I feel like, like all of all? his ideas are crazy and yes. I'm just like, whatever, go with it. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's no, so awesome. They're fun. We're actually, he's launching one in November that I'm in and I haven't been in one since like the first one. And yeah, um, it's like an 80s inspired one and it's so fun. You oh. guys are going to love it. It's so fun. I, I can only imagine doing a music video. Oh like, my gosh. That's like a dream. It like, is my dream. Oh my gosh. Like take us back to TRL and we just want to be in a I freaking know, music I video. No, it's been I love fun. that. That's amazing. But I also love that he can like go do it by himself because. Yes. Yes. Right. It's Again, good. your different it's directions. Yeah. Give you guys your space. I love that. No, he just seems like a trip. He is. Sure. <laughs> truly. Truly. A fun one. Oh, it's such a good time. So Sarah, how does your husband trip? How does he make you feel confident? You know, I feel like the bottom line is is that he just supports me in everything I do. And he helps, like, lift me up and motivate me when I'm having a hard time. He'll, like, work through everything with me. And I know a lot of people on Instagram probably feel like it's just, like, about looks. But he's obviously my husband, and we love yeah. each other very much. And we've been through a lot of things. And we just do everything and figure it all out together. And, mm-hmm. um, like, his he obviously just has, like, so much natural confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I said, like, my – I was, like, kind of born with it. He was – 110% born with his confidence. I can show you pictures of when he's like five and it's just, it is so funny to see. Um, but he's just been so confident in himself and it doesn't matter if he's, he calls himself weird. He calls himself different and he never thinks of those as bad things. And, yeah. and I love that because I think we've like labeled people like that in such a weird way now. And, um, it's just what sets him apart and it's what helps me be better in the long run and realize that I can do whatever I want. It doesn't matter people's opinion and I can love myself however I want. It doesn't matter people's opinion. Yeah. No, I love that. And so that that, like truly, truly helps. Yeah. No, And like breaking the mold of like the culture and the faith and like religion. I mean, I'm sure those are a lot of barriers. So like kind of of owning yourself and doing you and, and being proud of that. And especially with Instagram, it's like, you know, a blessing and a curse putting so much out there and, and it's, and I think it's a great platform to like you share so many good messages but then also it's easy to be like oh my gosh I like put everything out there and the world knows it like we tell you that on the podcast I all know. the time yeah, we're I like I see a lot of stuff on the podcast like a lot <laughs> of strangers know a lot of things about totally. me and it's yeah. kind of sometimes a little crazy strange it's a yeah. strange thing to know that I don't really know you but you know a lot about me yeah and yeah. so sometimes it's a little bit of a, a a process to like but you also just own it and that's how I I told myself I I am who I am and I own what I say and I I stand behind that I love that I always say like I can wear lingerie and I can love Jesus yeah you can you absolutely can there's no you know you can do both (laughs) it's okay and let's be real a healthy marriage includes lingerie okay (laughs) and a healthy marriage is like a happy life let's be real too like if you can keep that all in line and with work and a baby and all of the just life and general like it just makes everything it also goes back to like representation like I said like that is so key for me and there's so many women who are my size and I I call myself an in-betweeny because I'm like on the far end of straight sizes and the small end of plus I'm in this Mm -hmm. like weird gray area okay and so I'm not even like plus plus size you know I would say like I have a pretty average I mean the average American body is like women body is like 14 or 16 which is like crazy because Mm -hmm. there's so less options for shopping and is there and brands and it's just really in that sizing there's just not as much oh yeah oh yeah oh my gosh and so to show that like here's a curvy body and lingerie that's like representation right Mm -hmm. it's women who are like oh I didn't realize I could wear that or I didn't realize I could wear that and feel sexy or feel mm-hmm. good about myself mm-hmm. or it's just it's mind-blowing to me that 
in 2020 we're still dealing with those barriers you know but I know it all goes back to like representation I know well I speaking of that I told Lauren like the moment I knew this was like a thing that was happening is I walked in Target one day and I saw I I don't even like the term plus size model but A plus size model on a huge ad campaign. Oh, that, oh I know. And you, you saw like everything. Yep. It was not over edited yeah. or anything. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And now you're starting to see like different ethnicities and colors totally. and shapes and, and sizes. And, yes, yeah. like there's everything. And it's feeling very inclusive yeah. of everyone. And I love that yeah, on I so think, many levels. I, I might have saw that poster too, but I think I saw a poster and she was like size six or eight or whatever, but she had stretch marks on her. Yes. Head. Yeah. Pretty apparent. And I was like, that's awesome. Because it's totally so awesome. I mean, I would say 95% of women, baby or not, has, has stretch totally. marks. Because our bodies body. grow and change. Uh, grow and, and <laughs> shrink and grow and yeah. uh, shr- all the things. So I was like, that's amazing too. Yeah. Totally. And especially as a mom of you four and me three, your body gets warped yeah. through pregnancies okay (laughs) and yes you get like all of it so speaking of pregnancy how did pregnancy kind of change or what was your view on your body during pregnancy did it change your view did it like you said you really loved it yeah I mean was there any point being pregnant um I had a pretty easy pregnancy I was like sick the first trimester just nauseous but other than that it was really good until like the last month you know yeah Yeah. miserable and uncomfortable um but it's funny how I so I don't own a scale and I I promote like not owning a scale I don't think it's healthy um women get too stuck on numbers mm-hmm. and of course I feel like and I, I I don't know I feel like a lot of women you can you can just tell when your body is changing if totally. you're close to differently if you look different in the mirror you don't need a scale to tell you that and then associate worth with that number yeah um so anyways I don't own a scale but obviously being pregnant and being the doctors I'm on a scale a lot and it just like reiterated my own thinking because I felt great I felt like I looked great and I remember the appointment, I think it was around six months where I got on the scale and I was like 202 and I hadn't been like past 200 mm-hmm. since like my big, big weight yo-yo mm-hmm. um, in college. And I was like, yeah, freaking it out. freaked you out. Freaked yeah. me out. Yeah. Um, and and it stuck with you probably. And it stuck yeah. with me for a little Ugh. bit. And I had to like shake that feeling of like, why am I feeling this way about a number when I'm healthy? I'm more fit than I ever was when I like had really gained weight. Yeah. Um, and and your husband wants you and yeah, everything's exactly. clicking. And, and, you're ca- and you're carrying a baby. Yeah, 100%. exactly. And so it took me a minute to be like, okay, like it's just a number. Yeah. And I, I only gained like 32 pounds, which oh, is like, yeah. my doctor wanted me to gain between 25 and 35, which is pretty normal. Yeah, I think totally. Um, I'm on the very high end of that. I, yeah. gained, I have friends who have gained 80 pounds. Oh, I've gained 65 yeah. with my first. Yeah. And so, it was terrifying, Sarah. I was well, like, it's, again, weird to see a number was, you've yeah, never seen that before. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh my gosh, this is, yeah, yeah it's kind of stresses you But out. at the same time, you just want to enjoy it and like yeah. eat everything you want to eat. Yeah. And I did. And, and be I, comfortable. I yeah. loved it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. so once I like kind of, once I got over that mentally, right, it was just like a mental block of yeah okay it's fine I'm healthy the baby's healthy I feel good you know but some women that really gets them down and and I got me down for a few days and I just had to like work through it like why I was feeling that way why a number made me feel that way why a scale made me feel that way um you know and then once I got back to like my own mantra of like it doesn't matter that's not where my worth is at I was fine that's so smart and post baby like post delivery 
I mean, we all go through it right after yeah. we have children. It's such a hard time yeah. where like you're recovering and you're bleeding yeah. and like all the stuff. I always joke. I always want to change my hair after every <laughs> delivery. It. Like mm-hmm. your body's not kind of jumping back to yeah. where it was before. Mm-hmm. And I'm wanting like an instant gratification, yeah. a change. Did you kind of go through that funk or not really? So this was so crazy to me. Being yeah. like a curvy girl, I've never been able to like lose weight fast ever. Oh. By my six week appointment, I had already lost all my weight and oh my like gosh. two more pounds. <gasps> it was nuts. And like I was exclusively breastfeeding, but I felt like I was eating everything. I was so hungry. Yeah. Um, but it was just interesting how like the weight was gone, but my body was so different, right? Mm, yeah. Like my hips mm-hmm. were wider and my stomach was so soft and like squishy and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and everything. So I feel like that was like shocking to me. Mm-hmm. And you really, there's really so many unexpected things, mm-hmm. pregnancy, oh, postpartum and everything. Um, but then like for me, the hardest part was I really dealt with like postpartum depression, anxiety. And I, I I kind of, my mom did as well. So it was something that I was definitely like aware of. Um, but it took me a long time to like really come out of the funk and it wasn't just baby blues. And, um, at my sixth week I was doing okay, but I I went in for a checkup at like four months and that's when I was finally like, I need help. I need some meds. I need to like, you know, get back to seeing my therapist and everything. And, um, I, I haven't really talked about that yet yes. much. No, but, but good for you because I think it's I think such a thing. That's it. another yeah. thing that we've talked a ton about on the podcast yeah. is like mental health. Yeah. I struggled with mental health in my teen years and like we talk about it a ton yeah. and it's another stigma that needs to like be overcome totally. and it's so normal. Like totally. all of us deal with it at some point. Well, but and the yeah, postpartum. Postpartum, is, it's, it is like more common than you would think. And it's it's such like a mind game because you're feeling like, I should be happier than I've ever been in my whole I life. Know. I have this and baby you love and this you're so excited, so much. but it is just something working so hard against you. Yeah. And yeah. it's so hard to get out and of. And bless alone. your heart. You were, well, no, it wasn't during, well, some of it might've been during COVID. Yeah. I was going to say just at the, beginning, the COVID maybe, time yeah. for moms with new babies. We said this more than once. I feel so bad for the moms who have the it, little bitty ones and just not getting out of Not the getting house. out. Cause I remember even just walking like the mall, what that would yes. do for me with the baby in the <laughs> yeah. stroll. You just would feel totally. like alive and normal yes. and people so I know feeling limited in that I felt like for a while every day was like Groundhog's Day oh yeah it was just like and this was before Taz was mobile thank goodness because I don't know what we would have done yeah and, and and then it was like so hot here in Arizona that all summer it it seriously was it's so <laughs> it was hard. hard yes it is so I hard. remember I, one thing that I specifically remember with my first postpartum was I like dreaded the nights like oh, I'd get up and go through the day so funny and I would be like oh my gosh it's like five o'clock oh it's six o'clock it's getting You're dark outside like, I was having yeah. anxiety and I don't know what totally. it was of just the multiple wake ups the restless sleep like I don't know but it was like nights drug on and they were so hard for me at the beginning no. Robbie and I, that's so funny you'd say that. We literally would call it fearing the nights. Yeah. Fear the nights. And it was true. Taz was yes. Taz is such a good sleeper now, but oh, he was oh. horrible. Aren't they for all? Like, oh, yeah. It's, but, but it was rough. like for like six months. And oh, I was, no. Yes. And so I don't think I was, I mean, I was, you know, I, I expected the sleep deprivation. I didn't expect it to go for that long. Yeah. <laughs> we, we talk a lot about sleep training on here too, because yep. I was so naive to my first two and I just, it was like 
long and torturous for a long time. So I, I totally well, and being know a breastfeeding mom during the night is oh, hard. I, I was so, it's so I wasn't, hard. Sarah, yeah. I, I, t- I caved to the bottle more than once. And oh, I know the no breastfeeding thing here. is hard. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to do what you got to do. So in a recent post, you did share a little bit about like your routine, your fitness, things like that. Can you share a little bit about that? Like what your normal routine I've is? I've always promoted that just health, right? Like I, I think it's really important to work on your health, no matter your size. If you're curvy, if you're not curvy, do it for whether it's like your body health, fitness or mental health. Like so much of it for me is also like mental and, you know, getting out all those, like everything. And so, um, I have always, it took me a really long time to figure out what I love as far as like exercise. Okay. Um, I feel like I put myself through a lot of years of like punishing my body mm-hmm. to working out you know if I ate too much if I wanted to be a certain size or I, I would want to stay on the treadmill for a certain amount of time and I hate the treadmill so much. I do too <laughs> right? oh, I, know. I know so and I don't I'm not really like I hate running um I don't I hate, hate it, it now but I used to really really hate running and so when I finally found when we moved to San Francisco I started going to Soul Cycle, found spin class mm-hmm. and I fell in love Spin is my very, very favorite form of cardio. I have loved, loved, loved it. Um, when we moved here, they don't have a soul cycle here, but they they have another spin studio. Um, but then I just got a Peloton at the very beginning of COVID, which has been my favorite thing ever. Awesome. Oh, my God. I heard because the Peloton I, is amazing. Oh it's, so, it, it's so, so good. And I love that I can work out while it has naps. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to, like, waste my time, you know, yes. um, getting anywhere to go to a class. So I've just always promoted being healthy and moving your body, like, for yourself and, yeah. mm-hmm. and staying, you know, um, whether – and, you know, you can hit fitness goals. I don't have a problem with that. And I know some people might in the body positive world, but I still think there's so much you should be doing for your health. Um, Mm -hmm. And you don't have to like think about numbers or anything like that, but just do what feels good. So whether that's like a spin class or whether that's, I don't know, going running with your spouse or yeah. going or just to a taking group a class walk. or just taking yeah, a walk. Totally. We, we do stroller yes. walks every single morning with yeah, Taz and totally. it like gets our day going. It gets our blood flowing and yes. you, you wake up and everything. And so um, I've just always promoted that. And then as far as like eating, like I know that's such a sensitive topic to so many people, but just like just eat healthy. Yeah. Don't be restrictive. I mean, like, do you guys cook at home? We do. We, do you, yeah. I... I used to cook a lot when we first got married and we moved in San Francisco. I had the tiniest kitchen and I hated cooking because I had no room. I had to like, yeah, just oh, unstack right. everything, get one pot out. So did you have a dishwasher? I did have a dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> I feel like some of those like older I know. houses, apartments. We actually moved into didn't. a brand new one. Um, luckily a brand new condo. It was tiny, but it, it was, was new. Yes. So I can okay. handle that all day long. Okay, good, good. Um, had dishwasher, had a wash and dryer. Oh, great. Um, but anyways, yeah, when we started cooking again, I don't I don't know why I'm saying we. Robbie doesn't really cook. Yeah. I cooked again. Um, during COVID, we actually started doing HelloFresh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, especially because, like, we couldn't find meat anywhere for weeks. It oh, was, I know. That I was mean, weird. everyone, weird it was time, crazy. For sure. Um, but, yeah, we I still do it. So I cook, like, four times a week. Nice. And Taz, we do baby led weaning with him. Um, so I have, like, made him food. We never did purees or, like, anything like baby food or anything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like cooking him vegetables and like really healthy things has in turn helped us eat better yeah, too. Yeah, totally. I know. Does it? Isn't it cracking up when you have like a little 
baby and especially your first like oh, you're, yeah. you're teaching them all you're you're giving them all the nutrition and all the right things and then somehow it like phases out we joke all the time how eventually it just becomes macaroni and chicken nuggets oh, which totally. is awful so like watching a one-year-old yeah. 18 month old diet that's really what we all should be eating you're like not doing it I know. it's like oh the carrots and the broccoli and, and the, the squash avocado well he's still those a mac and cheese because that's, that's you know yeah, that's I know they love it so much <laughs> I know but no for sure so I feel like for me it was like if I, when I was being restrictive that's when I would then like binge you yeah, know and so totally. I don't know I don't I never give advice about food yeah. because it's no. so different for everyone but I don't yeah, like yeah, I absolutely. try and try my best to eat healthy yeah. and then I have my treats when I want them yeah and oh totally I think it's just all about moderation I think so too and that is the yeah. story of my life <laughs> so I struggle with sugar okay Sarah. oh my gosh well, I'm like, a huge sweet tooth so I, I do too <laughs> and I just feel like more not even about the weight it just makes me feel like crap totally like totally. I get sugar Sugar highs, yeah. I go high and then I crash and you know whatever. Yeah. And so I literally have to go in my like sugar cleanses where yeah. I don't eat sugar and I feel so much better. But oh, I want it so bad. Yeah. And I so know. that's what I'm always so saying tempting. to Lauren: if I can ever just learn to eat in moderation. I know. <laughs> I know. Isn't that the key to all? I would say know. that's like everything, right? Like eat in moderation, spend in moderation, live oh, in moderation. It's so, <laughs> so annoying. It's I so know. Hard. I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we speaking of spending, we have to talk about your fashion because. <laughs> We, do it. we love, love, love your feed well, for you. not only what you stand for, but for your fashion. Thank yes. you. It's kind so of the yeah. bread and butter of like, yeah, you know, it's well, the foundation of my business. Tell really. us, yeah, how you got started. I sure. I've, I read your bio. Didn't you go to school for fashion? To remind me. I so don't know. I graduated with a degree in advertising. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, and then it obviously just kind of worked out that I literally advertise now. Yes, <laughs> Market exactly. now and everything. But yes. that, this wasn't a career back then at all. Right. Um, so it's just kind of happenstance that yeah. that's the way it went. But I've Meant always... Uh, yeah, exactly. I've always loved fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, like my first job in high school was working at Nordstrom. And oh, yes. I was, so I went to private school all growing up except for high school. And I was just surrounded by lots of fashion, like really fancy mm-hmm. glam moms. And it's just like this running joke because that is not like my parents at all. They're super <laughs> hard workers and really successful, but also super humble and yeah. like not into fashion brands or they don't understand my expensive taste at all. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, but I was just surrounded by it and I just like grew to love it and have such an appreciation for it. And then working at Nordstrom, um, I first interned there when I was like a sophomore and junior. And then when I turned 18, when I was a senior in high school, I started working for them and I was like one of the top sales associates in my department as an 18 year old. Like I loved it. I just thrived off of it, styling things, helping like these moms would come in and I'd help dress them and their daughters and make them feel good. And that was like, that's your calling. That was it for me. That was everything. And I I just love that. So it just kind of played a role in so much of my life, like moving forward. um, I didn't have like I took the one fashion class at my university. It was the history of fashion. Oh, <laughs> yes. I took the one class. But other than that, yeah, I graduated with a degree in um, communications and with an emphasis in advertising. And so I had to graduate with an internship. Um, and I decided I wanted to go to do it in New York City, which is like, you know, the ad oh my gosh, world. The dream. Yeah. Um, and I decided I wanted to specifically work at an advertising agency that was specializing in fashion. So yeah, I got to do that, which was really awesome. I lived in New York for four well, months. Yeah, Emily in Paris is totally dawning on me, I know, too. I know. I you know. were posting about it I the know. other day. But I that's, loved it. That was what she was doing in Paris. <laughs> You're doing it in New York. Exactly. Yes. So, yeah, that was really great. And I feel like it was there that I really was open to, wow, like anyone can have a really awesome fashion taste and 
just dress how they want and feel good. You know, I came from like a conservative family, even though I'm from Las Vegas. And then I went to a very conservative religious like university and everyone kind of just wore J. Crew and Sperry's and that was it. And yeah, then I went yeah. to New York and I, like I love as a curvy girl, I love bright colors. And I think that shocks a lot of people because a lot of curvy girls wear black and try and yes. like, like appear slimmer. And I think that's such BS, but yeah. <laughs> um, it makes attention. you feel good do it. But it. like, yeah, like don't. Don't just shy away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't shy away just because someone along the way said black was slimming. Right, um, right. But when I went to New York and just it was just like a burst of like, wow, like this is the fashion world that I want to be yes. in. And yeah. Yeah. So I came home from that internship and I was like, Robbie, I have to start my fashion blog. Like it's time. And he made my first site. He created my first site and helped me with everything. He took all my photos. He takes most of my photos now. Yeah. Um, or a lot of them. I do work with a photographer here. But um, yeah, we've been doing this since we were just dating then. We weren't even like engaged yet or married yet, but he has been like my biggest fan and supporter since literally day one of Sassier Lipstick. Oh, I love that. When you have some mad money to spend, what is your number one? Are you a handbag girl? A jewelry girl? Where are you spending your money? So I'm a big Chanel girl. I know that. I'm a big yes, Chanel girl. And we talked about girl. I'm a big Louis girl too. Yes, you are. But I told Robbie my 30th birthday, which is next year, um, I want a Birkin. Oh, so that's pulling that's out the big, big. We're pulling out the big dogs. <laughs> that's big. I love it. That's oh amazing. So you do like the handbags. More I do than like anything. the handbags. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm a handbag girl. For I sure. know. I totally am too. I will rock Target clothes. Oh like, yeah. I, but for some is, reason, I love a good handbag. Yeah. Same. Oh, like, of course. Just elevates. You I know? could care yeah. less about the shoes or anything else. Really. You know, I I really love shoes too. Yes, I know. So, but I would say like above all, I'm a handbag girl. Yeah. 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 It's funny. You know, something that. I was thinking when you were talking, I, I feel like when I'm kind of in my funk or not feeling my best, I totally do do that. And I wear like a flowy outfit or the black or whatever. And, and there have been times when I've not felt my best or ideal. And I, you know, I've chosen to wear something more. Yeah kind of hide and frumpy probably yeah. honestly and but it I do feel like there is a confidence and an air about like a pretty outfit no matter the size or yeah. no matter oh, how yeah. I feel and I, I've literally even thought in my brain sometimes do I want to be like cute and fashionable or do I want to like appear skinnier like right, literally right. like there's a choice yeah. right? like do I want to dress to my shape right now yeah. and maybe I don't have as many options or do I want to wear that darling top I've had in there for two months and I just haven't worn yet because I don't feel good enough or whatever yeah and and I just I have thought too over time I'm like get that out of my brain yeah it's such clothes. a hard like wear the outfit mind like track yes, to break, yes because you know? I have so many things where I've said oh, well I should I haven't worn that months I should get rid of it or when I'm skinnier, I'm going to wear that. Yeah. Or when I this or that, I'm oh going to wear gosh. it. There's always a and condition. And then it's sitting there on the shelf. And it's probably the cutest thing in there. And I'm like, get over it. Get yeah, that I out know. of my brain. It can I be. Know. You can feel good. Be fashionable. Take the plunge. Wear what you want. No matter the shape or the size. Totally. Absolutely. Well, it was like, um, so going back to like postpartum body, like my body had changed even though the weight had come off. And I was like thinner in terms of I was less weight than when I first got pregnant but none of my jeans fit and so I went and bought all new jeans one size bigger and my thing is is like with number truly I know I know it matters to some people but it really doesn't matter because it matter you don't feel good in those jeans if you're trying to squeeze into them like that's the just wear what makes you feel good and what makes you feel confident if you're wearing jeans that are too tight it's not gonna make you feel good it's not gonna make you feel good right confident or anything and so yes girl and you'd rather be fashionable like you people are gonna notice like a cute outfit or cute accessories or whatever to like 
oh, her butt's big. No, no. they're not thinking that. No, but in no. my mind, you can think go that way and you play that <laughs> well, trick on your... Well, big butts are really in right now. You, you so. know, <laughs> yes, you're totally right. But like whatever judgy no, know, thing, yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Whatever judgy thing someone might think. And where it's like, no, have the fashion. Wear what you want. So much of confidence like is not by what you're wearing, right? Like people... I know some of the most confident people I know are plus size gals and it's just because they are so confident in who they are as a person and obviously whatever they're wearing is like really awesome but it really like truly is what comes from within. Yeah, as cheesy and cliche as that sounds, it's so true. It's the same concept of how like who's the guy on the office? John Krasinski? What's his name? Jim. 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 How like you can take like a you know like okay attractive guy but if he's funny he's like incredibly good looking oh, yeah. to all me. Of a sudden, do you know what i mean like, it's oh, like so cute. Yeah. it's like the exact same thing like their confidence and their their funny like all of Just it you see it. that only totally. and, and it's like oh my gosh he's so cute you it know? really does the, yes. the, the personality and the aura and just the the energy you yeah. carry it's really so can true. just change so much so totally. forget what you think in your little head and just do it just <laughs> do it that's Agreed. right and I will say if I'm ever feeling down if I will just wash my hair and do my hair and my makeup I'm instantly feeling better totally. <laughs> so much better I feel like my drabbiest days as a mom and I mean there's a time and a season right I was breastfeeding totally. so much and not sleeping and everything it was hard to even like function and shower course, and want to get oh, ready but as soon so as I true. like put myself together even if it was still like just a change of sweats you know but Absolutely. showered and like yes. put a little effort in I yes. instantly felt better it's so true no and I love like do you feel like day-to-day like are the outfits you're wearing on your Instagram the outfits you wear day-to-day or do you feel like you style them for well, the post I would say COVID is kind of like, I know throwing a funk oh, yeah. into it for sure um but yeah, like when I go out, like when we're going on a date, it's like the same outfit. Yeah, you know? I love that. Yeah. Yes. I but I mean, that. there is something to be said when you feel just so good walking in the grocery store. Too. Yes. <laughs> or because Target, like, yeah, totally. or Target, like when you really kind of dress up, not dress up, but dress for the day and like, yeah. uh, you just feel good. But don't you just kind of love like, did you ever watch Mad Men? Do you oh, know that we show? I love that yeah, show. Yeah, I love how fancy people used to be. Fancy I know. People used and I'm to like, be. on flights too. Yes. They would like, and now dress it's like, the occasion. oh, you wear like sweats on flights. <laughs> totally. Like, what? Where are we going to be in 20 Women. years? Like, not all happening. in dresses, Seriously? all you know? the heels all the time. Oh. I know. There is something to be said for that. It's so, it's so fun. I wish we had more. It. Well, tell us what's next. Do you have any plans or? <sighs> well, what is next? Just continue to grow the empire. <laughs> continue know. to grow the empire. <laughs> you guys are so funny. No. Um, well, Robbie has like lots of music coming out. So that's exciting for both of us. That's awesome. Um, my like goal is to do product. So we've been working on a few different things and hopefully something will come about soon. That's great. Awesome. It's it's one of those lanes that's actually like extremely hard. Oh, I bet. It's hard to like. I bet get it right we've over the years we've had like quite a few different like brands approach us and it was just never right whether yeah. that was like the timeline or the vision or the or control, what you wanted to get behind you know? yeah. yeah exactly yeah. so um that's, that's like okay. a huge goal oh my <laughs> gosh that's a huge one that's an awesome and I goal. feel like so Taz turned one last week so mm-hmm. I feel like I have made it through first year of motherhood Feeling like a champ. That's <laughs> huge and congratulations. Even with the hard days. Yes yeah. yes. Yeah. I was wondering Robbie I'm like I feel like this big like fun party I planned for him was for me. It was. It is. It's oh. to celebrate you made it. You survived. Oh, yeah. Oh girl. Like and with your first, their first birthday, it's like ridiculous the things you do. No, and then and then child sure. number two comes and then three. My poor third my third child didn't even have a first birthday. Well, <laughs> while we're talking fashion and Taz, do you love dressing him? I love dressing yeah. him. Yeah. I was I was one of those those soon to be moms who when I found out I was having a boy, I was like slightly disappointed because I think I had just always, I'm such a like girly girl. I'm so feminine. I yes. always envisioned like 
of a girl having a girl and like yeah. what a girl nurse she would look at. So to have a boy at first, I was like, I don't I even know what to right, expect. Right. Like, and dressing too. Girls are so fun to dress. And yeah. you're like, okay, what do I, what's fun yeah. for boys? But Come it's, on. It's been fun. And yeah. he, it's fun to do mommy and me boy style. I could not picture him being a girl now. Like we, I just oh, love yeah. him so much. He's so sweet. He's such it's, a mama's boy. It's fun being a boy mom. Yeah, it I is. Know. I know. We, we both only have one girl and most boys, but it is fun to be a boy mom. I have yes. to ask, where does the name Taz come from? You know, Robbie and I, we like more unique names. Yeah. Um, and Taz was the only boy name we both agreed on. Okay. Okay. Like if awesome. we have another boy, I literally don't know what we would do. Had you, <laughs> had you heard it before or did you guys kind of no, like, Oh, Robbie I just like, like came this. up with it. We want, we knew we wanted like our last name's trip. So we knew we wanted like a TT name. Okay. TT. Yeah. And, fun. um, he said Taz and I put it on our little, my little list, yeah, and, yeah. but I wasn't sold on it. Cause I was very worried that people would make fun of him for like Tasmanian devil. Like I never wanted, you know what I mean? Of course. Sure. And the more I like started to think about it, I was like, well, like he's actually just like fast. Like it's not like he's like the devil or anything, you know? Um, But I actually had a dream when I was pregnant and in my dream, I called the baby Taz. So I woke up and I told Robbie, I was like, his name's Taz. And that was it. That That was that. That's and so his cute. his his full name is Robert Taz Tripp. Oh, cute. he's the fourth Robert. So yeah, cool. It's a family name, but yeah, I love that. that's great. Yeah. Well, we I want to close it out with how are you enjoying the slower paced family life as opposed to the big city life? Well, we love Arizona. First of all, yeah. <laughs> we are loving the space. We Good. had so little space in San Francisco. I don't miss living in a big city at all. Oh yeah. Um, even though I mean I grew up in Vegas, that's not a small city by any mm-hmm. any means, but um. It is so nice to be here and just like be surrounded by it. We have really good friends here. Great. Um, and like I said, even though this year has been so crazy and some days have felt like Groundhog Day to look back and be like, I have seen every milestone of my baby um, yeah. and spend so much time with him. And that has been like such a little it's blessing. Special. So yeah, it has been special. Well, so we, we've loved Arizona. Yeah. I'm definitely ready for like cooler weather now yeah oh aren't we all <laughs> it's like end of october corner, almost like and come like, on yeah i just think yeah. this is really just the year of hell in all yeah. directions yeah. like and i i mean even like la is still in like 85 degrees oh i, know. I mean we're like still yeah. almost like 100 i saw still. a stat the other but day that like it was craziness. like it's a record high of like over 100 yes however uh, many days it was oh, like yeah. 40 really 45 days it's just like all just keep it coming god like come on let's go they're just gonna keep shelling out all the worst i've just i've just written off 2020 i'm like it is what it is. Can't wait for 2021. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. I know. Fingers so crossed. Funny. Gosh. Well, thanks for being here. You're we welcome. really thanks enjoyed having, having you. Oh, yes, um, you're delightful. Again, your handle is Sassy Red Lipstick yep. on Instagram and the blog site is sassyredlipstick.com. Yep. Yes. You can find her there. And we are just so excited to see what's next. Thank we you. love following along. Thanks for having yes. me. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Okay. Well, that was just so fun having her in studio. Oh, my gosh. She like new best friend. I love her. Sarah, we love you. Let's do lunch soon. <laughs> yeah, let's please. No, but we like to wrap up every episode with our weekly hit and miss. And because of time, we're going to just do one each. Yeah, so I'll do the hit. You're going to be the hit. I'll be the miss. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 my brainstorming totally was lacking. And my hit's even pretty lame. No. But last night, George and I um, laid our winter lawn. And so here in Arizona, I don't know 
everyone does this. I know. I was trying to think that I don't too. know who does this nationwide, but like when the seasons change here, you have to change the type of grass in your yard so it grows. And believe it or not, in our winter is when we have our best lush grass oh, here. Oh, beautiful. Because it's just nice and cool and it's not burnt up, you yeah. know, by midsummer. It's not weeds. Yes. So yeah. um, we did that last night and it's quite a process and I was out there slinging the manure yeah, with you George and um, filthy and gross. But and then you got guys got done. in the shower after and you had a hot <laughs> sexy evening no, I'm kidding. yeah that smelly sexy <laughs> no but uh it was good to get it done knock it out and I just can't wait for it to start growing and being pretty. that's awesome yeah. good job for you because that's definitely one of the things that like you postpone and you're like oh I yeah I know do we're this. like here I'm like we got to do it come on end of October yeah here. we got to do that's it. awesome okay well my miss of the week kind of a disgusting one I'll be honest but we recently went to um, Sedona a little town about two hours north of where we're at here and we just spent like one night and I put all of our dirty clothes and like our shoes and everything in a bag long story short I forgot to take the bag out of the car and so it sat in there all day Sunday and then when I went to get in the car on on Monday to take the kids to oh, school no. the most disgusting smell ever oh, no. It was like wet shoe mildew, gross in my new car, Lauren. Oh, no. In my new car, I had wet feet, gross mildew smell. Oh, I'm sorry. Just like epic fail, Sarah. Come on. Well, I hate when the kids leave their pool towels in the car or their swimsuit. Oh, it's the worst. It is the worst. And it's like hard to shake off. It is. Days. It's yeah. like that wet, gross smell. And so anyway, yeah, I, I just swear like laundry is like my nemesis right now yeah I no, can't get on top of I can't it. either I, can, I really you can't. should see my couch right now it is spread across my couch probably like four loads worth oh, and it's totally folding 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 and then it's the dreaded put away yeah I just I hear you oh my gosh I have it all over my floor right now and then last night as I was going through to start to fold it I realized a whole load of towels like didn't get all the way dry no, no. and I'm like dude why why the worst oh, the worst so I'm like picking through going redrying it the worst. I hate laundry. I hate laundry. Anyway. All right. Well, that'll do us for this episode. Thanks so much for being here, guys. If you like what you hear, we are here every Monday with new content. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen. And if you enjoy the show, we would really love it if you share us with your friends or with your family. That really is the only way that we can grow here as well as leave us a rating and a review. All right. Anything else, Lauren? No, we've gotten a few new reviews lately and it really made our day. So thank you so much. Yeah. We always love seeing those that kind of put the spring in our step. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a great day. We will talk to you soon. Take care of each other. Bye.